Welcome all! It brings me great joy to see that you have returned to our store. Martini, Kylon, Ari, and Udik have finally been brought together, and now they have found their way to the village of Far Meadow, where they have been welcomed by a strange figure. Will they find out who sent them this magical notice? Will they find respite or be met with hostility? Will Udik ever get a bath? I mean, seriously, he smells worse than the hog's trough. Let's find out in today's episode of I Roll Die with a little help from my friends. adventuring party you were at the edge of the forbidden woods and at the beginning of the far meadow valley in front of you stood a fur lined man and on either side of you was were wolves he says well welcome my name is renmar i am the priest of nature and order among far meadow and I welcome you to our valley. You're, uh, wearing a lot of nature. But, uh, that's, you know, your choice. Whatever. Uh, I'm Kylon. <laughs> what she means to say is we are here to answer your summons, sir. That's how you take a job. Everybody see that? Here we are. We're here to answer your summons, sir. Arya's touching everything she shouldn't be. <laughs> you are like up on him like touching like every well, piece of not him specifically but like yeah. Udik is over here like doing things right you know Ari's just being excuse me is she a small child everything. she no. is actually is she well she's How like a young she? she's like a preteen oh okay she's, a, she's about 80 which for elves is right right at the cusp of adulthood yeah okay that's fair the the blacker of the two Wolves is watching you very closely. Okay, I smile at it. Martini <laughs> steps forward. You might want to be careful there, Ari. <laughs> Just watch your hands. Renmar, it's a pleasure to meet you. I am Martini Whiskers. You may call me Teeny. Yes. And these are my compatriots. And as our newfound companion, Udik, said, we are here to uh, answer your call. Well, obviously, or he wouldn't have gotten through the woods. It's true. But welcome. Teeny hired me, and then I hired the rest of these. So Teeny gets my reference, and then the what? Re- references. <laughs> but anyway, continue, sir. Thank you very much. Ah, Asshole. okay. Um, I I don't know why that matters. Um, oh, um, so, uh, w- welcome, uh, welcome to Farm Meadow, um, we brought you here to help us with our yearly mead delivery. You may have heard of it. It's the King's Mead. Cool. Have I heard of it? Uh, yes. Uh, actually, 
you are taken aback because this mead is actually like the most rare, valuable spirit that could be. And no one has known for longer than you've been alive where it comes from. It's just called Far Meadow Mead, but no one has been ever able to find the Far Meadow. Couldn't figure what where it came from and just thought maybe it was just the name that they gave to it and that Far Meadow may not have existed. All right, well, that crumpled up piece of paper might make its way into my pocket where it's going to stay. Okay. Uh, well, yes, sir. Do you want Do you want to do a sleight of hand for that, or is that sure? Is that, I can do that. Yeah, I didn't know how sneaky you were trying to be. I mean, not like sleight of hand sneaky. I'm sleight of hand sneaky. That's how sneaky. I am. Uh, thirteen. Renmar says that will only do you so good. Keep it as a memento, sir, mm. for such an auspicious occasion. I have heard of your fine brand. Quite the feat to behold, such a master of the craft, sir. Well, that's why you're here. Um, It is time for the Harvesting Festival, and there has been a call for a team going to convey the mead to the king's troops thus right tomorrow. Uh, The mayor has asked for your group to be brought here and... The, you will help the sheriff's posse, for lack of a better word, to convey the mead to its rightful guard. Rightful guard at Capitol Castle. Uh, yes. Uh, the guard will actually meet you at the final bridge uh, before, before the Capitol, but it needs to get at least that far, as we have had several issues by report. Our, the trading caravan that would normally come to Far Meadow has been... Uh, missing for the last three cycles. And so uh, we cannot take risks, and the mayor has said that we need an extra attaché, as you would. Kind of turned my attention to the rest of the ensemble, as it were. I do believe that that will work quite well. I'll shrug and I'll nod. <laughs> yeah, let's go. All right. Um. Well... You will need to, um, and he looks directly at Udik, um, you'll need to clean up before the feast. Um, oh, I w- thank God. I didn't want to say anything. Sir, I'm pretty sure she's always got that hair on her. I don't mean to offend. <laughs> on my mother's ears. <laughs> well... Let, let, let us proceed to the Blushing Bee Inn. That's where you will be put up for the evening uh, and your stay here. And um, you, you, can, you can clean up. And uh, yes. So let us proceed. And uh, he kind of makes the motion. And just as he does, the two wolves kind of fall in line right next to him. He starts to proceed towards the town. I start walking behind him. Martini would be behind him. Yep. What, what what do you what do you think that Yeah. Alright. I guess we're going. Just checking, making sure anybody wanted to do anything. So we proceed to the blushing bee. Uh he walks in as he does, everybody kind of it's 
So it's your standard inn. Uh, you have the the bar area and whatnot down in front. The whole bar stops when he walks in, taken aback, and he does raise his voice. You see a couple patrons. They are basically farmer farmhands. Um, it is what we would consider the weekend, so there are uh, enough people in 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 the tavern to to make it feel busy for such a small town. You do see a older dwarven woman behind the bar, and then two other people that look like they're part of the establishment. Renmar says, uh, Maggie, uh, these will be the, uh, the mayor's guests. And she comes over and, oh, well, if the mayor is, is, is saying that, uh, they'll be here, then we'll, that, they'll be fine. Uh, we'll get, uh, uh, Robbie, Tony, uh, get, get, get these, uh, get these, uh, travelers, uh, to their rooms. And the two make their way past you all. Uh, the crowd kind of goes back to its normal thing, and Renmar says mm. that uh, he will be back to collect you once it's time to head up for mm. the feast. One moment. I, I do want to clarify. Uh, given the requirement for uh, an attaché, as you said, what is it perhaps that we're expected to prevent or encounter. Are, are we aware of what that might be? Uh, I, I, I am not privy. Uh, that would be uh, something for the sheriff to, uh, to, Excellent. to talk to you about. Perfect. Thank you so much. So uh, Renmar goes towards the door, uh, unless anyone else has anything to... Converse with him about. Nah. No. All right. The two guys, they are both dwarven, uh, clearly the sons of the proprietor, walk you up the stairs. One up front is kind of well-groomed. The other one kind of lags behind you guys like a, a bookend. And he is less groomed, not shabby, but just meh compared All to the other, sudden... other one. All of a what? sudden, Teeny starts sneezing. Like, epic level sneezes. Just as an FYI. Uh, the guy in front turns around and, is it something I said? I, I do apologize. I, uh, I do have quite a bit of an allergy. I apologize. Ugh. Oh, that might be a problem, as uh, we have many... Uh, we have an entire field dedicated to flowers and whatnot, as the mead is is produced for honey. Um, uh, you might have find that to be an issue around here. I'll be fine once I get to my room. It's really not the flowers. What what is wrong with your friend here? <laughs> not my friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I just assumed she was with you because you know she was with you. I'm just here for the fifty gold, buddy. The 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 guy in front turns around and goes, 50 gold? Uh, that's what it says here on the paper, mate. You check your pocket and the thing is gone. Uh. To your 50 gold, I say. Uh, yeah, we're on this mission thing and uh, I'm oh. recruiting people. So if, if 
you're interested in making 50 gold, tell them I sent you. My name is Kylon. I, I, I am, Kylon, the uh, paper's gone. I'm the, the, the bartender here. I mean, I'm, I'm fine. I just, I, name's Robbie, uh, Robbie Longbrew. Uh, uh, I'll, let me, let me just show to you, to your rooms. That'd be great, Robbie. Thank you. And, uh, the guy kind of like, the other guy who's behind you guys is on the bottom of the stairs. He never really followed you up. He's just kind of like sitting down there against the wall with his arms uh, crossed and just kind of like what a, what a suck up kind of motion is what he goes through. So he uh, Robbie continues to take you up and show you to your rooms and show you that there's a washroom upstairs and uh, he le- he leaves you to it. So you each have a room, and there's a washroom. I'm uh, going to let you go ahead and go first, Udik. While normally I would take you up on that, I understand that in the current state I am in, that washroom is not going to be fit for a lady after I am done. <laughs> I should probably go ahead and go last. Well, with respects. Fair enough. <laughs> I guess I'll go first. All right, well, go tour the facilities. Uh, actually, I don't want to go first. Someone else go first. <laughs> Did Tabaxi like water? Do they like? Do they like baths? Not, not particularly. <laughs> do you? Um... Not on my top ten. I'll just say that. I guess that's me then. I'll go. Do you clean yourself with? That's an awfully personal that's question. Rude. Good God. I'm saying it. We're all thinking it. Okay. Past all of this, I'm going to go check out this most legendary bead that obviously none of y'all care about. Um, I'm going to leave my falcon right outside. I'm going to find some like uh, chandelier or something for it to perch on, assuming the, the owner doesn't mind it in the establishment. Otherwise, I'll take it outside. Maggie didn't have a problem with it as long as it gave you word that it wasn't going to cause trouble. Oh yeah, he's very he's very well behaved. I run a small animal sanctuary. I'll keep an eye on him for you. Oh, thank you. He's very precious to me. His name is Theron. Nice to meet you, Theron. And I kind of nod at him and makes one of those. Let him do his thing on the perch. <laughs> makes one of those weird, like unimpressive falcon sounds. Not like it's not like a a caca. It's like. <laughs> 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 All right, so. You're heading into the washroom, mm-hmm. uh, Ari, mm-hmm. and Jake's heading down into the the public room. Well, I don't know who that is, but yeah, or Udik. Thank you. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> you? I uh, I feel pretty awkward just standing around in public situations and public places, so I just kind of. Follow Udik just to have something to do and someone else to do the talking for me. Okay. And Teeny? I kind of quietly explain to uh, Kylon, I'm rather deathly allergic to dwarves. I'm going to go up to the room. <laughs> That's a thing. You would be quite surprised. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you should uh, probably get out of here. Udik and I will check this place can, out. Um, Send up a little bit of, you know, grog or food. That, that'd that be great. Yeah, you, like, got some cash on you? 
Is this a, she for real? <laughs> I hand her like a, a couple silver pieces. We'll, we'll sort it out. Your your ladyship. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fine. Let's go. So you go down into the public space. So just to give you an idea, Maggie, owner of the the Blushing Bee Tavern Inn, she's you know the personification of a little old lady in dwarf form. So she's even smaller of a little old lady. She kind of has that rough outside. She's not she's not really inviting, which is weird for an innkeeper. But you can tell that the other patrons seem to really love her and their their interactions with her are very very personable she's like babushka yeah she's gonna hit you with the ladle but she'll serve you mean chow exactly gotcha robbie took his spot behind the bar he's talking up uh two or three people tony is sitting next to the window just kind of staring out and not doing anything, just staring off into the distance. Is Tony the one that's the, like, more rough around the edges one? Yeah. Yeah, he was the one behind you guys. Tony. Got it. Cool, so I'm gonna go talk to Tony. Okay. Nope. I follow him. Doesn't want to talk. Alright. Tony is kind of lost in a distance, and he's, you know, just staring. He doesn't even notice that you come up. Mr. Tony, don't mean to, uh... Interrupt, sir. Huh? Well, I was wondering if we might impose as to a a little bit of a tour around the premises, if you will. This place is legendary for its product, and you being a proprietor of the inn, I figured you'd be just the man to give us the scoop, sir. Bar's over there. And he just kind of looks back out the window. Thank you for your time. (laughs) (laughs) That was... Fucking weird interaction. Yeah, you went some, you looked some. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Looks back at you and just goes, just like, kind of looks you directly in the eye and goes, it must be nice to just be able to come and go. And then just like shakes his head and looks back out the window. So. This is an animal behavior called care seeking. Yeah, I know. (laughs) He wants us to talk to him. Udik kind of like, Away from the guy, but like kind of smirks, like, oh yeah, now you want us to stay and talk, do you? And pivots on his heel and kind of shuffles back on over to old Tony. Mr. Tony, it sounds like, are you not permitted to leave the beautiful acres of Farm Meadow? It's not that we're, I'm not allowed to leave, I just have responsibilities. Is he telling the truth? Roll. Show me insight into that man's head. A natural 20. Uh, yes. He's lying. No, he's 100% telling you the truth. He's 100% telling the truth. I mumble to myself, we all got responsibilities. Right? Like, I'm not not into this dude's pity party at all. Yeah, nah. Okay, thanks for your time. I mean, wouldn't it be wonderful just to... You know, go out and see all the all the all the what the world has, and and I mean, I'd I'd love to just be behind a cart and 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 go see the world, and I I can't leave Mama. At this point, I'm probably standing there with my hand on my hip, like, 
already trying to have walked away from this dude. <laughs> it's like, well. <laughs> Every time you go to walk away, he restarts into the conversation. I just, I just think that I could, I could go out and and have have this time with the people and 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 bring goods and services to them that 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 everybody needs and. Uh-huh. It'd be real inspiration to everybody, Tony. <laughs> I say, what? oh, I mumble to myself, oh, fuck this, and then I go over to the bar to order a drink. Jake, with your natural twenty insight check, l- let me just put it this way. Tony's not the brightest cookie in the crayon jar. Oh no, I found Ralph. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, sometimes you just don't win. That's alright. I'll be here for a minute. (laughs) And I've resigned myself to this. As Teeny is upstairs, suddenly grateful she's allergic to downstairs. I I walk back with my beer. And just take a long sit and look back and forth between Udik and Tony and smirk as I watch this awkward ass scene play out. By the way, when you got that mead, he said it was on the house. Cool. I like a free mead. I, I make a mental note of it, but I don't really bring it up to the others. Have you Have you tasted it? Did you, did you drink any of it yet? Yes. I take a I take a sip as I'm eyeing them back and forth. Roll. Oh fuck. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> All of a sudden Tony might not be so bad. <laughs> oh, that's not really bad. Here we go. That's a critical failure, everybody. <laughs> the issue is is you wouldn't know good good any anything. You your sense of taste apparently is just horrible okay so like you drink it and you're like meh it's fine it's fine that's my critical fail that's your fail i don't taste the awesome alcohol okay great (laughs) it's a good day (laughs) what i i sip my piss beer and watch the conversation unfold it might as well be water you just okay all right all right tony 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 t-dog Love with me, bruv. All right. So you say you want to get out there and you want to see the world, but you can't leave because your mom is sick. Your mom's the old lady, right? No one said she was sick. You said she was sick. You said I did you not. Leave mama. I can't leave mama. Am I dumb or is he dumb? I'm about to. All right. I'm just I... smiling more and more with every awkward second. All right. T-Dog. This is some good radio. <laughs> this is some terrible radio. <laughs> You're the one that's allergic to dwarves, all right, <laughs> Miss High Society? You ain't even here right now. She's not even high society. She's just a merchant. British. Anyway, <laughs> cut all that shit out anyway. Fuck, man. I don't know what I'm getting out of this guy. I don't know either. I can't get away from him. You can just leave. <laughs> just gonna leave. I mean, just go do something He just else. goes back to looking at the window. Okay. I'm walking away from Tony. I'm ignoring you, Tony. Goodbye, Tony. You pick the next one. Udik, that conversation was great. I just... Oh, with me right now. <laughs> so Ari's going to wander out of the... Uh, <laughs> She's had it with this. Bathhouse. <laughs> She's toweling off her hair. She comes out and just... I witnessed this, like, 
sheepish or however Uduk is looking right now, kind of wandering away uh, from Tony, who is what staring at the wall. Is that what we decided? He's, he's staring out into the distance. Um, like there's a window there. Okay, looking looking pensive. Reflective. I gesture at Udik and say, "This is a real good time. I'm gonna go shower. You have fun." Um. So I I'll say to you, "Oh, I put some uh, I put some lavender in the bath water for you. It's very refreshing. I hope you enjoy it." Beaming. <laughs> of course you did. Big smile. Thanks. I'll <laughs> see you in a minute. And then I go off. Um. And I'll I'll go to the bar and I'll order a tea. Like a, just a little tea set, um, if they have it available. Um, I mean, Ro- Robbie kind of like gives you the eyebrow and like, oh, oh, okay, sure, sure, we'll get you some tea. Oh, no. It's just I hesitate. What? What is that? Is is that a problem? No, I just I no no one who comes to the Blushing Bee asks for tea that I'm I've ever been aware of. Oh, yeah, I imagine you don't get much call for it around here, but I'm not really a big drinker. I, I mean, I appreciate you. Your your uh, your age would would normally just you know cause cause issue if I may. And I mean, I, I I don't want to be forthcoming, but I would assume that you're you're not of adult. Oh, I mean, I'm eighty years old, so I uh, I, I think by most establishments, I would I would qualify. I I apologize. Oh, no offense taken. It happens all the time. I am suddenly feeling a whole world better. <laughs> I don't know. Something's just brightening my day. <laughs> I'll have some of that mead, though. <laughs> well, Rob, Robbie gets you the tea, serves it up, and puts it on there, and kind of adds a little bit of extra honey in the cup, and and kind of tells you, you know, this this is our special honey. This is what the mead is made from. Please do enjoy, and kind of as an, an apology to to the. Uh, his affront. Oh yeah, big smiles. Are I'm not troubled. And, uh, you know, genuinely, I'm not troubled. Um, thank you, thank you so much. I very much appreciate it. And then I'll turn and I'll look for Udik. Uh, and assuming you're not actively trying to ignore me or uh, be hostile, I'm gonna. I'll come over to wherever you're sitting. Um, with a and it's a little. I'm assuming it's a little tea set. So there's more than one cup. Um, yeah. And I'll say, I know you already have a drink. But if you'd like to share a cup of tea as well, I have extra. I would be delighted. Great. So I'll sit down and essentially just start making small talk. Just trying to, you know, break the ice, get to know each other a little bit. Feel the room, as it were. Yeah, just start developing rapport. If we're going to be traveling together, I want to to feel at least comfortable with each other. So what's your story? (laughs) I laugh. My story, um, can you be more specific? Well, as far as I know back, uh, y'all stumbled upon me after apparently some sort of terrible night, and that's all I know. And now we're on some kind of job together. Oh, um, well, for my part, so I grew up in the plains. Um, I don't really know, Bob, what direction it would be from here. To the east. So I grew up in the eastern plains. I don't know if you've been out there, but I am one of the kind of the emissaries of my tribe we we do some trading with local towns and traders and that kind of thing but my tribe doesn't really enjoy interacting with the outside world too much so i kind of go as a liaison and i was summoned out um not quite to these parts but out in this direction on a job when i ran into kylan and martini 
Um, and then one thing led to another. And honestly, I'm not really 100% sure how we ran into you, but we did. And here we are. So I guess you could yeah. say I'm here by accident, but I don't really believe in accidents. So I'm going to be quite frank with you. I'm still not entirely sure where here is exactly because it's definitely not where I was last. That's not, that's understandable. Uh, you mean you woke up in a place you don't recognize or just that you have never been to the Blushing Bee before? Oh, no, I did not fall asleep in that forest. Where did you fall asleep? Oh, I fell asleep in a bar. Well, I... which well, which bar? Oh, do I remember which bar? <laughs> uh, you know that it was uh, along the southern coast. It was near water, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Oh, holy oh. mackerel. Oh, there's Lord. no oh, there's no water anywhere near here. Oh, my boat is so gone. <laughs> a boat like a ship? Were you on I'm the coast? Yeah, I have a ship. How did you get here? I don't know. Um, I really don't. I really don't. Ooh, I like realized maybe I'm pressing too hard. Oh no, no, I'm sure it's fine. I'm no, sure no, your ship is no, fine. I'm, I'm sure I'm it's totally it's good. It's real good. No, it's, oh, it's good. good. It's fine. It's fine. I'm so sorry. So sorry. <laughs> I've dampened the mood. So apparently, no, a no, it's totally okay. I didn't even know. I didn't even know. But this is supposedly the best mead. All I know right now is we got to keep moving forward. We'll get ourselves out of this forest and we'll figure things out. And then we'll get your boat. We'll get that ship. We'll get we'll your get ship. Out. Yeah. Okay. We'll figure out where here is. And what's up with... Our, do you, what do you know about the other two? You didn't... You kind of skimmed over our traveling companions. That's true. Honestly, I don't know too much about them. And I will hesitate and think for a moment. Their stories aren't really mine to tell. All I know is they were traveling together when I found them. But I will let them fill in the background of that for you. Fair. So far, they don't seem dangerous. And no, they seem... they seem like decent people, as far as I can tell. Kind of stands back, eyes you up and down. You seem on the up and up. Pleased to make your acquaintance. And thank you very much for the tea. Oh, likewise. Anytime. And I guess, do I have to make a save or anything for the, the mead? Make a, a roll a d20. Thirteen. You have heard of Far Meadow Mead. You have never even seen a bottle. It is that rare. And when you drink it, it's like you're drinking... You are drinking straight ambrosia. It is not only delicious... But it's, don't taste the alcohol, but you somehow know that it is a high al- alcohol content. And yet, it is amazing to the taste. Mwah. Magnifique. Fantastic conversation. Fantastic libations. I am at peace. Yeah, this is, this is the best honey I've ever had. And I have had a lot of honey in my life. <laughs> this is incredible. Is, is that a fact? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. You, you try. I'm known for their honey. Um. Oh no, not so much that. We just live very. We live very close to nature, and honey is one of nature's sweetest gifts. Yes. Or uh, I don't mean to impose or a nomadic sort of people. Or... Um. No, I wouldn't call us nomads. We we tend to tend the same lands for at least a century or two at a time. But we do live. We don't prefer to construct grand towns or cities. We live simply. As this is as this conversation continues on, from the back, the door the doors of like the kitchen area burst open, and a blur of motion happens. Someone carrying a large 
cooking container, food transportation kind of container, not only like bursts through the doors, but kind of hits a bar stool. The bar stool goes over. You can tell that it's a young woman and she, you know, nearly hits Rob, uh, nearly hits Robbie with the container, turns around. He kind of catches her, but not. She goes off him and then is in in the throes of going to the floor. Am I close what? enough to try and kind of wrangle the situation? Yes. I would like to try and do so. Okay, make a roll. I will try and save them and stabilize them with my athletic abilities. Okie dokie. Meanwhile, I am coming out of the washroom down the stairs, hearing all the commotion, and I say, what the F is going on down here? Well, I just rolled a 19, so that is a 26. Uh, That is definitely enough to catch the young lady. And as you do... You kind of catch her so that, like, the container is in her arms but off towards your shoulder. And she's kind of looking directly up at you. And, oh, oh, my, my, uh, um. You all right? Uh. Settle yourself. I, whew, I just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just such a klutz. No bother. Um. And then she, like, smells what's going on around her. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I'm being so gentlemanly here. <laughs> Sipping tea. <laughs> By the way, all of the other patrons in the in the bar, let's say that they were all kind of evenly spaced. There is now, like, an extra space around your table. <laughs> I walk up and have a seat at the table and say, bathroom's free. You're up, Stinky. <laughs> I am uh, very excited to leave this place even though it is I, a nirvana of alcohol. I... I... I, I thank you, I guess. I, um, uh, what, and you're... you're I, I thank you. Uh, what is your name? Udik of Nowhere, ma'am. Udik of no. Oh, oh, okay. Um, well, th- thank you, thank you so much. I, I'm, I, I've got to get this up to the celebration. Um, uh, uh bye. Udik kind of covering his face, like he's not thrilled with how he's displaying himself. He's just kind of going to shuffle his way back to the room now. Oh, she goes, she goes tearing out of the the, the place, uh, completely embarrassed and completely a fluster, as it were. Smooth. Thanks. It's been a great day. Super swell. I'm gonna go take a bath. Okay. I suck at conversation, so I just sit there awkwardly. Um, as things are dying down, then I'll turn to Kylan, and I still—I would assume my my tea is still pretty hot. Um, yeah, you you have have a little teapot there, so it's so I'll, nice. And I'll warm. be pouring a cup for her without her asking, but not not like pushing it on her, just like pouring one, and I'll look at her and say like. What a day, am I right? What is even going on here? And I'll uh, I'll offer the cup to her. Uh, yeah, thanks. And I take the cup, and I sip it. Yeah. And I sit there awkwardly. Um, <laughs> then I'll say, so, so Kylan, um, would you, I'm just curious to learn a little bit more about you. You seem like a nice person. I mean, nice in a, you know, in a scary, intimidating, impressive, strong kind of way, but nice as this all the same. Um, how did you meet Teeny? Uh, we got kidnapped together. Wait, you didn't know each other beforehand? 
No, uh, she actually got caught in one of my traps that I set for some poachers. <gasps> you trap poachers? I sure <gasps> do. That is a noble undertaking. Poachers are the worst, aren't they? Yeah, uh, I actually run a small little animal sanctuary on the edge of the forest. Really? And uh, try to try to look out for the little guys when I can. That's actually what brings me here today. I'm trying to raise some money, build some new enclosures, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is so neat. I love animals. I work primarily with, like, herd animals and mounts. Um, what kind of animals do you do? You have a preference, or is it just anyone who comes your way? Eh, just pretty much any little woodland folk that needs some help. A lot of squirrels, rabbits, the like. Particularly fond of foxes myself. <gasps> you too. Your bird... I'm, also appreciate a good bird of prey, so I, I like your buddy Theron over there. Oh, yeah, thanks. I think I think he likes you, too. I look up and he's kind of, like, observing us. That's really neat. Well, I'm going to continue to not pepper you with questions, but try to bond on this, like, common commonality we have uh, and just chat with you. We can roleplay that out. I'm just saying we yep, don't have to. I think, no, I think that's good because, like, we the audience doesn't need to hear your story all over again. Um, so I'll just say, like, I answer your questions, but mostly don't ask a lot back of you. That's fine. Oh, because... <laughs> oh I can ask questions for the two of us. <laughs> uh, this is yeah, like a real Kate, just... like Kate and Susan dynamic here. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> you're, not, you're not sullen in the way that Kylon is, but I feel like a lot of our relationship was, especially at the beginning, was me hammering you with questions all the time. Yeah, I figured my my best route for my first D&D experience would just play myself. Sure. Cranked up to fucking 11. It's pretty yeah. fun. Yeah. Good, you're doing great. You're natural. So, uh, patrons are in and out. Eventually, Maggie does come over, the little old dwarf and lady. She says, looks at the two of you and says, So you're, you're here for the mayor. Yeah, apparently. And she just kind of squints her eyes at you back and forth and is appraising. So, okay. Is there something wrong? I just like to take a measure of a new folk when they come in. We don't see many come through. Alright, fair enough. I, I can appreciate some suspicion about a stranger. A little bit of suspicion is healthy, I think. Anything we can do to uh, ease your mind a little bit? Well, you're, you're coming to help us, so I, I think that's already quite a lot. Um... Do you, uh, plan to stay long? I don't know. I just do what the little magic paper tells me to do. Magic paper? You didn't hear that. I just, there's no magic paper. I'm, I'm just here on a regular, regular mission. Maybe, maybe you should talk, Arya. Yeah. Well, let's see here. <laughs> uh, Maggie just the... kind of shifts her eyes over to you. <laughs> I'm, I'm squirming a little bit uncomfortably. Um... Under the pressure. Um, I, I was distracted. So I think I was trying to coax Theron down off the rafter and wasn't really listening. So like I turn and this person is looking at me with some sort of expectation. And I feel a little bit like I'm caught in caught in the headlights. So I'll say, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, what would you? Oh, would you like a cup of tea? And I'll offer her a cup of tea. A cup of tea? I haven't had a cup of tea in some ages. Oh, it's quite good, especially with this of one. Of course, I would. I, I would. I would honey. love some tea. The honey Thank is just—it makes it. Young one. It makes it just a, a magical experience, and so I'll fix her little cup. Oh, would you like to have a seat? She does. She sits next to you. 
Okay. And so I'll get her this tea and I'll, I'll offer it to her and I'll say, okay, so I'm sorry. So let's start over. What, what's your name? Hi, I'm Ari. <laughs> I'm Maggie. Maggie Longbrew. And this is our tavern and our inn. And we, we, uh, we make sure we take care of all of the, the, the patrons. Oh, fantastic. It was a lovely inn, I do have to say. You know, I am wondering, um, and I'll look at uh, Kylon too. Is it Kylon or Kylan? Kylon. I'll look at Kylon too, and I'll say, "It's ancient." Greek. Oh, I love it. It's my wife. It's the best. <laughs> my wife. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'll look at Kylon and say, "I am a little curious about one of our party who has gone, not missing in a scary way, but I haven't seen her in a while now. Do you know where Tini is?" Uh, she went up to the room. She's allergic to dwarves, apparently. Oh no! She's what? I'll look at I'll look at our hostess and I'll say, "Oh no! Do you have anything that might help her with her allergies or dwarves?" What? What? I. What? I mean, not the Maggie dwarves. Maggie is so taken aback. What did I? Possibly Susan said say? something that came across differently than Ari intended. Uh, well, Maggie is a dwarf. Oh, um, yeah, that wasn't, that, that probably wasn't phrased correctly. She wasn't intending to, like, imply that, um, dwarves were the problem. Yeah, I guess then she would just say, like, is there, do you have something that could help with allergies? I, like, it was kind of a joke that fell flat. Um, I mean, we have, we have some, some, some bombs and salves that might help, but allergic to dwarves? Well, that's what she, that's what someone said. Who said that? Did Teeny say that? Yeah, Teeny. She she told me after you guys left. She's definitely allergic to dwarves. But I'm really wondering if that's just a nice way of saying she's a little bit racist. <laughs> what? <laughs> she, she, oh, I mean, I'm not racist. The, the mayor would bring such a such a person here. Oh no, we gotta. I look at Kylon and like. There's, you can see it in my eyes, and it's like, walk it back, walk it back, walk it back. <laughs> At that uh, moment, uh, Martini comes down the stairs with very puffy eyes and has very obviously rubbed salve, like, on her neck and hands. Oh, and no, see, definitely allergic. It's fine. <laughs> Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm a little bit stuffed up. Sorry. <laughs> what did I miss? So Maggie, the the nothing you miss nothing innkeeper looks at you and just says, "Allergic to dwarves." Oh God, I apologize. Yeah, I have never. It's very rare. I, 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 only a few of us have it. I, I don't really come in contact with very many dwarves where I'm from. And where is that? Uh, Adira. I'm from a small town called Adira. There's an apothecary there. I'm one of the proprietors. I have never heard such such poppycock before in my life. I, I can assure you it's quite sincere. And I mean no harm by it or unintended effects. It just is what it is. And I just kind of like sit down and say, oh, is that tea? Uh, Ari <laughs> coughs uh, and she says, yes, yes, indeed it is. Made by, uh, made perfect by honey from our dear hostess's establishment. I have to say it's the finest honey I ever have had. And Could I will I give some to you. Perhaps 
have a little bit of that? That would be lovely. Thank you. And I would look to uh, Maggie and say, thank you so much for your hospitality. Yeah, definitely not racist. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Maggie's Uh, jaw is just, like, hanging open. (laughs) Like, what the... Just walked into my establishment. And then I just grab my teacup and just start chugging tea and look (laughs) at the table and do everything I can to just stop talking. Robbie comes over and is like, Ma, is there something wrong? I don't know. No, everything's fine. I gurgle through my tea. Positively perfect. (laughs) So I'll cough, I'll cough again and I'll say, um... I believe our uh, one of our party members who has an exceptionally exquisite sense of taste and smell um, had a slight allergic reaction upon arriving at the establishment. Uh, it's a little unclear about how that happened. We just want to clarify that it is certainly not related to one group of people over another. And it's all been cleared up. And so I think we're doing great. <laughs> we have another round of tea, please. <laughs> I think at that point, Robbie just kind of takes his mother and takes her back Lord to the Almighty. I say a prayer to a prayer of thanksgiving to my goddess that I have not just been destroyed by angry dwarves. So seriously, though, did I did I miss something? Because that was really awkward. I say with like a stuffy yeah, nose. Yeah, well, somehow, oh, honey, you didn't miss the half of it. Yeah, it's oh, you, might be better no, that you don't. Honey, know. you don't know the half of it. All right, great. That that sounds perfect. Just try not to sneeze when you're around the innkeeper. It's not exactly like I can help no. it. <laughs> I do bring a salve, so I'm all right. Mm. Anyway, so at that at that moment, Tony finally comes back over from the window. And walks over and just kind of pushes his way to, into your table and says, Do you guys need anything? I just <clears throat> glare at him. No, I think we're quite alright, but thank you so much. Seems Ma really took a liking to you. I nod emphatically and say, yes, we are on very good terms with her. We think very highly of her. Yeah, she's And she's we, really, we really took to her as well, yes. But anyway, uh, we good. are... We do need to plan for our... Uh, our day, upcoming day, so if you don't mind. Uh, what? Are you asking him to leave his own establishment? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was just, like, trying to say that we needed to chat or something. Right, right, right. 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 It was just God. funny the way it came out. Well, t- Tony, Tony just kind of looks back and forth at you like, go ahead. Right. So, uh, would you uh, mind getting us some menus? Is the end of that sentence. I would, um, but I'll do it. Ma, Ma seems to like you. Oh, you oh know, that'd be you so look... great. Thank oh, you. Yes, you're a gem. He walks out. <laughs> At this point, I think Udik would be uh, resurfacing. Please, God. Somebody save Someone us. Someone save us. <laughs> I'm doing great without me. <laughs> I'm having a great bath. I'm just out here for more mead. I'm pretty sure we're picking up our job tomorrow morning, right? Oh, like, let's go to bed, man. Like, we gotta get out of here. <laughs> Where are we supposed to meet the bear? I am. Uh... beat up. So Udik emerges, and he is actually, albeit damp, because there's no real way to dry his clothes. He is now clean. Very clean. I don't recognize him. 
But he's put it back together. He's trying to comb through his hair. It's tied back neat again. All his stuff is tidy. We're ready to depart on the day. Where are we supposed to meet the mayor? They're going to fetch us, I believe. Correct. So we just need to wait here. How long has Tony been standing there? <laughs> he went to get menus. Thank you. All right. So we just got to wait. Just got to wait. He, he hasn't come back. It's been 15 minutes. Good. That's fine. At that point, the door to the inn opens. In walks, actually, just just a general townsperson and um, no one of importance. Uh, basically, just somebody come to fetch you all. We're going to go up to the the town hall, uh, the mayor's residence, and get started with the festivities. Almost everyone from the town will will be there for the uh, largest event of the year. Oh joy! Sounds like fun. Right. So, oh, it does sound like fun. Quick clarification: Are we are we going to the festivities now? Uh, yes, it's just time. You are all ready, right? These are the festivities, and then we are going to escort somebody else. Well, yes, we we celebrate the the harvest with a, a large feast, and then uh, and uh, to... we set out. This is the party prior to our departure. C- c- correct. Got it. Sorry. The magic paper didn't exactly explain all that. Ma- magic paper? Oh, yeah. By the way, the magic paper disappeared. Pretty sure we're not getting paid for this. What magic paper are we doing? The fuck? Yeah, don't worry about it. Referencing didn't work out karmically. That's my bad. I apologize. <sighs> Tried to do you dirty. For that, I was wrong. Uh, are we all ready? Yes, we're ready. So, y'all... I guess. You look at some point you looked at Ari in this exchange and it was just Ari and then the next time you look at her she's decked out in like party clothes essentially. She's got scarves on scarves on scarves. They're brightly colored. She's got like an odd hat kind of thing happening. She's obnoxiously festive. I am deeply I have many I have scarves to share. I say this. I say, "Oh, I have scarves to share. What color can I interest you in, Kylon? I got red. I got pink. I got yellow. I got green. I got saffron. That's a really nice one. I got cerulean. I got azure. I got purple. I got maroon. <laughs> I mean, she'll go <laughs> as long as you want her to. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm giving an inspiration point for being able to throw out that many colors oh, that hey, quickly. Hey, thanks. Kylon looks unnerved but also entertained and says i'll take green oh yes i pick out a green that perfectly complements your skin tone martini looks really excited and is like yes could i have the saffron i give you a saffron i give you two saffrons and then i look at udik and i give him that look that's like eh, eh." (laughs) udik does not react okay i pick i continue to look forward okay i pick one out and I just kind of drape it over his shoulder. Like, he's kind of tall. Well, no, he's he's short. He's like, I can reach him. So I you can reach I kind of put one over his shoulder. Like, I don't want to be too forward, but I do want him. I really want him to have a scarf. He fixes it. Like, odd. So he accepts yes. the scarf. Oh, I feel like we have bonded. Ari feels like this is a <laughs> successful moment in her campaign of friendship against this party. What, I need to. What color scarf? Have you bequeathed me? Um, I'm trying to remember what it would be. It would complement his color palette, his just like his looks, and I can't remember what he what color like his hair was underneath all the dirt, etc. Dark colored. Dark. It's probably like a like a bright blue, 
something that's going to set off any dark colors. You did say cerulean, and I feel as though that would be really. There you good. go, cerulean. You heard it. You heard it here, folks. You heard it you here, heard it here first, first, folks. folks. Back to you, Bob. Yes. Oh, I wasn't meaning that literal. Um, <laughs> Early now. But it is now. So uh, you guys uh, start to go on up the main path of the town. And it rises up the ridge, so it's a little bit of an uphill climb. As you get to the town center, there is a fountain in the center. Beyond the fountain is the what you can tell is one of the larger buildings in the the town. It is, think of the size of the buildings in at Bush Gardens. The, uh, like, squires, that area. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a relatively large building. There is a, an attached, like, what looks like a meeting hall. So it's a large, large building, double doors on the front um, as you're walking up towards it with the residence attached. And as you're coming up, you know, there's definitely a, a, a line of people filing in. You're getting closer and closer. It's your t- basically walking up to the door and your guys filing in. And as you guys file in, approximately... I just want to say, on the way, when we pass the fountain, there are a couple ducks in there. And I go, ooh, ducks! But then I catch myself and go back to being very serious. I pretend not to notice, but I'm deeply happy about this. <laughs> There, uh, as you're as you're walking up through the town, there are different buildings, things that of uh, places of interest. There is a relatively large, churchish looking building, temple of some sort to your right. You know, not huge, but for this town, it is larger than you would expect. There is a general store. There is a couple flower shops and and different other shops that would keep the the people of the town busy and, and sustained and there's you you saw a you can see in the distance behind the mayor's residence that there is like a cemetery in the back um just different points of interest that you guys would would see as you're coming up through the town uh as you get up to the front the 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 other door kind of swings open and there are five young gentlemen and that is in quotes. They are wearing, from what you've seen, fairly nice clothing for the town. And they're coming out while everybody else is kind of going in. Their demeanor is kind of sulking. They make their way through through the, the other door. But uh, when they see you all, they kind of give you the evil eye and maybe come a little more close than is socially acceptable. I'm just going to make sure that I'm in the front of our little parcel. I don't grab my dagger, but I just kind of move my hand a little bit closer to where it is strapped to my body. Are they coming at us? Uh, they're, I mean, they're heading in. I mean, you're just kind of meeting. There's, there's no way to kind of avoid it for the way the entrance is set up. One of them may kind of give... You said you're in the front, Udic? Mm-hmm. Uh, may give you the oops shoulder. You got a problem, asshole? I will allow it. Oh, you think you are uh, high and mighty being invited to the the feast? Well. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure we're just walking and you just shoulder checked my guy here, so. All right. it's I appreciate you. It's all right. We're just here to enjoy the festivities and don't mean no harm to anybody. That don't want no harm. I take a step back, but I'm still giving him some glares. 
So, what are these guys wearing? Do they have any sort of equipment on them? Weapon? Uh, you you happen to notice that they are all kind of wearing small deputy badges. Hmm. So they're and part of the so, sheriff's department. Mm-hmm. One of them says, Well, looky here, Philip. Here's the people that, that we're going to have to carry all the way to the bridge. Now, now, fellas, I assure you we'll be able to carry our weight just fine. I say with complete and total confidence. Well, the one that was referred to as Philip looks you up and down and just kind of looks at you and says, Well, we're the ones having to go prepare the carts. You are going to sit here and drink and eat all the festivities. So we're already carrying all that weight. So why don't you go and enjoy... And as that happens, the sheriff kind of, the guy who's clearly the sheriff, he, you know, got the, the big badge on his lapel and clearly dressed up for the occasion, uh, sticks his head out. Go ahead. As I see him come out, I'll be like, well, Philip, we will do so as the invited guests of the mayor, and that is our duty to do, sir. Oh, hey, sheriff. Didn't see you there. Hello, I see that you have met my son and the rest of the posse. <laughs> yeah, we've just been jawing a little bit, getting ready for the for the festivities this evening and our adventure tomorrow morning. I just wanted to make sure there wasn't going to be any trouble out here. Oh no, Philip. Philip and I are good pals, and I'm going to throw my arm around Philip, and I'm breaking him in. I smirk. He definitely, like, pushes back from you. Oh, I will contest a strike with him if you... (laughs) (laughs) What you got? A 19. You win. (laughs) Philip, I think we both win. So we got friendship, Philip. We're gonna be good buds, you and I. The rest of the group kind of pushes up, like, they're, they're willing to take you on. The sheriff says, Well, the mayor has brought us in, has brought you all in to make sure that this all goes well. So just make sure it goes well. Yeah, and there, that's and there why will we're be here. No, no hard feelings either way. You hear me, Philip? Yeah, Philip. You hear him? I hear you, Pa. Let's go. And he, like, Get goes to early the, some, early some friendly. So, uh, the sheriff kind of walks back in, and as he does so, again the door kind of bursts open, like hits the the sheriff kind of in the face. This young blonde kind of like barrels out of the 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 door again, and like trips over the the sheriff's foot. And is once again on her way to the ground. Udik moves to catch. <laughs> again. Mega roll. Smelling better this time. 26. Uh, you catch her. Are you alright, ma'am? I, 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 I am. I'm going to stand um, you back up now. There you go. We have got to stop meeting like this. <laughs> I, 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 I need to get going. I watch your step now. Bye bye. And she, she barrels down towards the blushing bee. She's so into you. 
think so. I appreciate Either that or she's just really klutzy. Yep. If it happens again, I'm going to start to think you're right. So, uh... Philip, Martini's she, heading inside. Uh, Martini heads inside. Um, <laughs> so when you all walk in, you are greeted with the scene of... It is, again, it's a large town hall meeting. Everything has been cleared for a large table down the center. There is food as far as the eye can see, and it's all fresh, you know, basted turkeys and veggies and fruits. And, and every, as uh, as far as the eye can see, the sheriff... Uh, I grab a cu- handful of blueberries off the table, start popping them. You are reaching over people. Yeah. Okay, I'm just making sure you're aware. Uh, most of the tables is seated, and the sheriff kind of guides you to the very front of the table, up towards the end. There is... There are two seats at the end of the table, and then there's enough seating for you all, and then the sheriff be at the very end of the sides. So you would he ushers you to fill in those places. I sit by Ari because I know she will do all of the talking for me. I like grin at you real big, thinking you want to be my friend, and <laughs> not that you want to want to use me for my conversational prowess. <laughs> I sit next to Kylon, and I kind of whisper. Do we have any idea why they think we're so qualified? No fucking clue. Okay, not just me. Good to know. Fake it until we figure something better out. How's it going, Sheriff? Yep. Love it. Feeling great about tomorrow. Um, so the Sheriff has everybody sit down, and, and as things kind of settle down, the, the two big doors that would lead where you would all think that the, the mayor's residence would attach... The doors open up, and truly a giant of a man walks through the door um, with fiery red hair, beard to his chest. Guy, his shoulders probably measure probably around four, four and a half feet wide. Literally a giant of a man. He, he makes uh, the tabaxi look small. He walks through the door, and he is a giant great sword on the sheathed on his back. Walks in, and everybody kind of jumps up and stands and starts clapping. The the gentleman walks through the door, and his hands kind of go up, and he and he's reveling in it, and he's he's loving it. Greetings, greetings, one and all. It is that time of year. And I he, do that weird thing where you're like, oh, should I be standing, or maybe I'll sit at uh at. I stand and up. And I, I, I just start standing and, and clapping. Um, Ari has somehow and found he... some stand selling snacks and has procured lots of snacks. Her hands are full of them. And so she and she stands up <laughs> and she can hardly hold on to them all and she's like trying to juggle them but also look really respectful. Are they things that would have been found on the table? On which table? Uh, on, the, on the giant... Uh, like, is it food from the table? Or like, is it... Yeah. Thing... They got like a Hogwarts spread Yeah, going on. I mean like... It, yeah. Or is it stuff that wouldn't be found there? Did you just leave the feast to go get snacks? I kind of assumed there were like servers or, you know, like people floating around. I mean, there's some servers milling yeah, around just saying, and whatnot. I, I was just asking if it was food from the feast or if it just randomly came out of nowhere. Well, I would, yeah, that's the feast. I'm just like, I'm just, my point being okay. that Ari is a harmful of snacks. Um, gotcha. Like munchables. And gotcha. They're all falling apart. Sorry. That was a poor interjection. 
No, you're fine. I'm stealing a couple from the top. Me too. <laughs> uh, so the the man you guys presume to be the mayor walks in and uh, takes his large, large seat at the front of, at the top of the table. There's a s- smaller seat that is next to him. He's kind of bringing the crowd down now, and as he as he is bringing the silent uh, the, the the room kind of to a silence, the front doors burst open. A young blonde comes tumbling through the door. It looked as though when she went to open the door, she thought there would be more weight to it, and comes kind of tumbling in with like more more serving platters and and. Udik, go to catch her. And I make it in time. I got the not not a chance. I'm diving for it. You're a fifty foot run away. I said I'm diving for it. You <laughs> <laughs> like vault over the table. Wait, she catches herself. So she catches herself. All right, everybody. Everybody kind of erupts in in in, in cheers. I pick um, the chair back up. <laughs> the mayor also looks at you and notices that. And then he looks back at the young woman. Oh, fuck, that's his daughter. Oh, no. <laughs> Motherfucker, I took the face. <laughs> yep. And the mayor raises his hand again and says, Everyone, welcome to the feast, my daughter. I pat Udik on the back and laugh real hard. Sometimes you lose. <laughs> Sometimes um, you lose. <laughs> And so the the feast begins, and we'll we'll finish off here with I think the mayor's speech, and he gets to the point where everybody's eating and everybody's get getting their grub on, and he stands up with a big cup of farmetto mead, and he says, "Real quick before you start your speech, I have just taken to frequently taking snacks from Ari, and there is an unspoken bond forming." Because she's constantly providing me with Oh, yeah. This is my role in most relationships. The snack provider and the talker. There's tons of food on the table. (laughs) Yes, but these are within arm's reach. (laughs) Well, hang on. No, there's food on the table, right? But she's getting, like, the... The good shit. The bacon-wrapped scallops and, like... Yeah, this is the finger food. (laughs) Or aperitif, motherfucker. Yeah. Like that crinkly bacon with the brown sugar on it. Okay. So the mayor finally stands and he has his ale in hand or made in hand to another year within the meadow. We thank you all for coming, including our guests of honor who will be part of this community for a long, long time and for time to come. We do hopefully send our mead, send our product and the future shall be bright. Clap, 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 I look clap, at... Yeah, are we the guests of honor? I whisper really quietly. I look at Martini... I whisper back to Martini. Did we just get kidnapped again? I certainly hope not. Ugh. Nah, this is fine. I'm sure it's gonna be fine. What could go wrong? Absolutely don't think you go wrong here. Hey guys, it's Bob the DM here 
Just to wrap things up for this episode, I hope you're enjoying what's going on. We're about to kick off some major plot stuff and find some stuff out on why our adventures are here and whatnot. So tune in for our next episode. We're hoping to put up again in two weeks. Uh, we do have one of our players who just moved across country and it's really exciting and so we wish her luck. Uh, that being said, you know, we'll, we'll do our best to get that episode up. While we have that time, if you're talking about I Roll Die Cast uh, on Twitter or Instagram or any of the social medias, if you hashtag it with I Roll Die, then we are going to see it. We're going to be able to say, hey, the word of mouth's getting out there and everybody's going to love this podcast. And if you're one of those people, maybe you want to be one of our NPCs. That's how we're going to do it. If you hashtag any of your tweets or Instagrams or Facebook posts with I Roll Die, I'm going to try and use those people to put, fill in our world a little bit and use your guys' names as uh, NPCs. So that's a way that you guys can start to become part of this world and part of this podcast. We hope you enjoy. Uh, our theme is brought to you by Ampersand, and we're going to get his information up on the website, and uh, that's BrowseHouseMedia.com, and you can check out all of our stuff. We love you for listening. Have a great day. Bye.